Hey everybody, it's been a month, so time for another episode. Um, lots happened in the past month, especially with the Kings. We got a new coach, Mike Brown, coaching in the finals, well, assistant coach of the Warriors. And we got the number four draft pick. I almost did a episode after here after finding it out. I was pretty stoked. I just realized the lottery was being held. The lottery picks were being were being drawn, and uh, I logged into my Hulu and turned it on right when it got to the fourth pick and it showed that they haven't announced the other the all what the four picks were and, but it had the kings there which they were supposed to be in the seventh spot and so uh, I was pretty excited I was hoping for a higher pick but then they were announced to be number four and I was that was exciting enough because it's better than you know, better than where we were already at, so pretty exciting. You can hear it in my voice. I've been doing a lot of thinking, a lot of uh, doing a lot of soul searching. Um, things have been kind of calming down in my, person, in my personal life. My dad's getting a prosthetic leg. My other dad's uh, figuring things out more, and his, you know, his uh, he's got aphasia from the stroke, so he's uh, his communication's been hampered. But he's he's uh, he's figuring things out, and he's making a lot of strides in, in his progress so it's really uh, it's been a lot a lot of weight off still got a lot of other things in the, going on that has been, been a big struggle but we wound up getting a dog and that's been we had two dogs and they both were old well they were my wife's dogs when I met her and they were they were pretty old already so um, they got to the end of the line and were having a lot of health issues so we had to put them down one we put down three years ago two or three years ago and then the other one we just put down like four months ago or five it's, so there's been quite a hole in our family where I finally decided it was time, you know, no time like today to, uh, to bite the bullet. And we went and got a six month old. And she's a, we thought she was a German Shepherd, but now we're thinking she's an Antulian. Mixed with maybe mixed with something else, we might get a DNA thing. But she's been a handful, but 
is also freaking brilliant and loving and just pretty amazing and uh, and it's been an adjustment for me because I'm I was getting used to not really having to deal with you know responsibilities of dogs having a dog it was I never really had a dog like the dog I had growing up you know the dogs that I've had have been family the family dog so it was never really like my responsibility it was shared my responsibility was mostly picking up poo so this was my first like dog that I've you know puppy that I've gotten from the start so obviously I had the dogs with my wife but they're kind of more her dogs they she was their master I was like stepdad so this is gonna be um, a pretty big learning curve and I'm more like a cat person you know I love dogs and all but um, more of in like a cat kind of way like I like cats a lot cats are fun and they like don't really care what's going on and like dogs are the opposite and they want to know you know they want to be involved in everything that you're doing so uh, so I like them the way cats like dogs where they like you know from a distance like on their own terms but the cat we have is being a jerk and he's been hissing at us Every time we try to introduce him, uh, the dog's doing really good. She gets really excited and like jumps at him, but uh, but the cat just won't give him the time of day. Give her the time of day. So it's been a struggle, but that's what's been going on in uh, in Zackland. Um, like I said, I've been kind of soul searching. I've been listening to this new stand-up comedy. I saw my friend Travis on Instagram. Did a stand-up show. Uh, open mic kind of deal. And then it got me kind of thinking about where, where I stand when it comes to like my goals in life and all that. Yeah, I'm not not something I'm too, I don't know, proud of, I guess. Not where I was thinking I'd be when I was, you know, in my 20s and had all the aspirations and now my aspirations are, you know, about as, in regards to my family and, like, you know, starting a family and having children and stuff and you know, we have a dog now, and now, you know, I'm lucky enough to record some podcast episodes and try to get a, people to listen to it, and I'm thankful, you know, I've got someone listening, 
I have been checking my analytics and I was it was pretty amazing till not the last episode but the, I don't know one of the episodes in May the day that I recorded and released the episode I had like 44 listeners that day which was amazing like normally I get one or two and in the whole month of May I had like 80 something which that's the most I've had ever and I don't really know I'm not sure where that all came from and then and like 44 listeners that's like what I average my highest total listeners is like 37 or 40 like I have 44 Twitter followers but I think that might have something to do like I had eight follow eight eight subscribers or something from what I'm understanding on the analytics of my my uh, podcast feed like my dashboard too and so I had eight followers or subscribers January through like March and then like before that I had six then it shot up to eight and then after that I had went back down to six so I don't know what that's about and I've been mentioning in the past couple episodes but and like at one point I thought I said that I had nine but must have corrected itself it's all good one of the things that made Deadpool such a hit and that when he started out in the comic books of course it was a more professional setting like X-Men comics and he was a new character so the comics that he was introduced in there was already a established fan you know established uh, audience so there's, it's not the same for me but when Deadpool came out like he wasn't as popular as he is now he wasn't like popular at all he had like a cult following and so like the zany they made him zanier and zanier just to kind of try to get an established following which they did but like not to the amount you know not to the degree that they were aiming for so from issue to issue you know the writers and the creator well the writers were expecting it to be the last issue that he'd appear in so they would have they had more freedoms in like doing some off the wall kind of stuff and they had they can do whatever they wanted to him, you know, they can kill him and bring him back, you know, with his healing factor. And they can just throw everything at him that they thought would be, would popularize him. You know, and they could do whatever and get it past censors and get it past editors because they weren't, they, you know, they weren't under any kind of microscope or any kind of there was no real overwatch because he wasn't a selling point like he is now like he wasn't anywhere as popular as he is now so that's kind of the uh, attitude I'm going with 
for my podcast is, you know, no one's really listening. You know, you're listening. I'm, I'm just talking like, I don't have any kind of sponsorship. I don't have, you know, I'm not going viral so the world isn't listening. You know, I'm just have my audience. And hopefully I can make something that people will enjoy. But I don't anticipate being anything like Deadpool or, you know, the, the amount of publicity he has now, like the, the character has around him now, that's, it's like astronomical, but he, but in the same vein, he's Ryan Reynolds more than he is Deadpool now because he's, the popularization around the movie and and all the zaniness and the random and the fanboying kind of stuff. He wasn't a draw when he started out, and you know, for the long, for decades, he was just kind of background character doing crazy kind of adventures and going on crazy missions and doing funny stuff, but like pretty screwy and dark and demented and messed up but also funny like a dark humor so that's the direction we're gonna go in not really caring I think I'm doing a pretty good job of it um I've already lost you know I gained two followers and lost two followers so I'm doing something right you know it means some things are happening still. I am curious what what it was that caused them caused me to lose them. Where I lost them at? Like was it the religion or the you know the religious stuff or the you know something sacred like the talking? I said I didn't really care about abortion. And was it my politics? Or was it something more? Or is it something more important, like my opinion on Avatar? I can imagine somebody unsubscribing from that kind of opinion. But I will say, when it comes to my politics, um, I was thinking about it. And uh, if someone were to ask what my political leanings were, you know, what, what, what I, which, which side of the road I was on, I, I th- I'm pretty, pretty sure that saying that taking the good things about the Republican Party and the good things about the Democratic Party, that's me. Nobody's, nobody's going to go for that. People find that to be like a cop-out kind of answer, like a doing the middle, middle of the aisle kind of thing. People don't like that. You got, you got to either be red or blue can't be purple and they also don't like it when you tell them that you you the party you were uh, you go with go along with is the, the party that's the most right oh boy is that not acceptable unless like they'll be all like snide and, and think they're clever and being like oh then you you agree with my party and it's like no that's not what I said you know, those are the kind of conversations I had with all my buddies in the Air Force. 
and they come into the office I worked in and we'd shoot the breeze. One of the, one of the things I miss about all my Air Force friends and co-workers. Anyways, just thinking about it, I'm changing up my intro. I don't know if anybody likes the one I have now. I like it, but just thinking about doing one more thing to like the direction I'm taking the podcast in. So we'll see if I get around to that. It would take a lot of uh, time and a lot of editing and stuff. Maybe I should start the intro. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Shout out to my little friend. No, I'm just getting warmed up. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Nation's famous. Nation's famous podcast. Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Do you want me to get naked and start the revolution? Nation's famous. Nation's famous podcast. Welcome to another episode. In this episode, I want to talk about Maverick. I have a friend named Maverick. And me and my buddies were crack up because because uh, of Top Gun and there's a line in it where the girl he's going uh, Maverick Peter Pete Mitchell's going at, going for he introduces himself as Maverick and uh, the, the girl goes your name is Maverick? did your mother not like you? and so we I uh, recorded that on my phone or some some recording device. I think it was, I don't even remember anymore. It was back before smartphones. We asked him to say his name, and then we played the clip from the movie. And then every time he'd enter our little circle, friend circle, we'd play the Top Gun theme for him. But that was... That's my talk on Maverick. That's my review for Maverick. Way to go, Maverick. He was in the Army, actually. He wasn't even in the Navy. Major disappointment. But, uh... Before uh, the movie, one of the trailers we saw was Mission Impossible. The new Mission Impossible. And one of the things I thought was pretty funny was at the end of the trailer, he rides off a cliff on a bike, on a motorcycle. I think it's a motorcycle or a bicycle. I don't remember. But he like ramps off the cliff, off a mountain, you know, just free falling. And at that point, like, it cuts and it does a title. And I leaned over to my wife and I said, "That's all." Well, he's dead. He didn't have 
I'm pretty sure that was a backpack. That wasn't a parachute. So he just is going to free fall to his death. Mission name it. Mission Impossible. Dead. This is the last one. And then my, my wife like nudged me and was like, hey, look, it's actually Mission Impossible. Look at the title. It's Mission Impossible Dead. Dead uh, something. It was a dead retribution. Dead rogue. Dead Reckoning. And I said, no, it's not this. No, it's, it should be dead. It's Mission Impossible Dead. But I do that a lot in movies and shows. Like I've been watching Obi-Wan. And the part, and I think it's episode 3. And they get Leia and they're sneaking her out. And they get help from the Hoth planes that show up. Those Hoth uh, fighter jets or whatever they are. I don't know what vehicles they are. So they show up and then they rescue them and the whole time I'm just like like the one uh, sister was her, forget her name she ran up and was like chasing them down as they were flying out and I was just like come on jump jump get on it you know stab it with your lightsaber do something throw your lightsaber at it she didn't do any of those things she threw a freaking one of those boxes that exploded and killed one of the guys. You know, that was kind of, I don't know. I mean, it, it did something, but it was just kind of cheap, which makes sense. She was a Sith. They can't do anything right, except Vader. But he can't do everything for everyone. You know, it can only be in one place at a time. But I've been doing that a lot in movies, just like rooting for things to go wrong or rooting for them to, I don't know, rooting for the bad guys, because it's a little more fun. Speaking of rooting for the bad guys, I should get into talking about Maverick, the Top Gun story, which was basically a which was basically a love letter to Tom Cruise, written by Tom Cruise, given to whatever the production company is, Paramount or Columbia or whatever. He gave it to them to give back to him. And put it on, you know, filmed it for everyone in the world to watch. And he even had a thing that he came out in front of the movie and saying that it was done for the fans and that we better be appreciative you know be grateful or else or else you're not getting any more definitely a movie to make people who enjoyed the first Top Gun make them feel really old and a vehicle to make Tom Cruise feel like he's better than people who are way younger and more that, that have the advantage of their youth over his basically being in control of everything. That's the one thing I took away from the movie is just it seemed like he was in charge of everything that happened in the movie. 
and there's a lot of close-ups and a lot of, you know, screen, screen time for close-ups on Tom Cruise, and then flying around in jets with Tom Cruise going, woohoo, the whole time. It was a really fun movie, and there was a lot of good callbacks, a lot of fan service, you know, wink wink nudge nudge of uh, the first Top Gun, which I enjoyed a lot, but the fight, flight scenes were just amazing, and they were just, every time they got into a jet and did anything with the plot and moving everything along, I was just, you know, you're sitting there at the edge of your seat just like in amazement on the quality that of the footage they got from the jets that they were in and every time you could tell that they were up in the in the jets doing their acting and it was it just was really well done and like a lot of the stunts they pulled in the in their jets were just had me my wife was laughing at how much I was just in awe and like there was a point um, towards the end of course there's gonna be spoilers so you might want to listen to a different episode or go watch Top Gun Maverick like a lot of it a lot of the fan service was so well done like they got Tom Cruise into an F-14, which was what was in the first movie in Top Gun. Uh, in this one they were flying F-18s, and they couldn't fly like F-22s or F-35s because those are single-manned vehicles, and they needed a pilot up, up with the actors to get the, the actors, you know, doing their part playing their role while the an actual pilot was piloting the jet and they just you know digitally erased them from the cockpit and it just it was pretty interesting how they got around it and then but then they got into the F-14 and how they did that was well done or well not well done but it was it was just kind of hand waved in a way where you don't really care you know, you know, this was a movie where you're good, you don't need an explanation that made sense just him, him going up in the F-14 and, and then they had the 5th gen jets show up and just you know rock their rock their world it was just fun to watch and then he winds up winning because it's Tom Cruise. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And just, and all the actors, I really liked all the young actors. They were, they were really well cast and they did a good job flushing out their characters enough to where they were able to get Tom Cruise enough uh, close-up screen time and also give all their... Uh, all the new characters a good enough backstory to make them 
you know, make, making, uh, give them some gravity behind them and have the audience rooting for them and have everyone hoping that nothing bad happens, even though they had their odds stacked against them. And at least somebody, one person should have died. And they, like, had a goose moment, like, twice in the movie. Or you're expecting someone to get goosed on the canopy. But, uh, that didn't happen because, of course, it's a new movie. You're not going to do the exact same thing in both movies. Well, they're probably going to, or obviously they're going to do, like, a sequel with Goose, the son of Goose. They'll call it Duck Duck Goose in the air. So I give it a thumb in your face, thumbs up from a F-14. And I'll be your wingman any day. That's my rating. Iceman. And Iceman was in it. That was kind of weird. Val Comer's awesome, and I love all of his roles. But his, he showed up and couldn't talk because he had uh, lung cancer or vocal vocal cord cancer or something. And so he digitally had his son talk for him and made it sound like he was talking. And it was really well done. It was fun to see him in it. But a part of the, his appearance had him typing his dialogue. So that was kind of boring. But all in all, it was nice to see him in the movie. And that doesn't change my rating at all. Just wanted to mention it. And that's, I think that's it for this episode. I want to talk uh, about some stand-up, I guess, maybe, soon. I think I might have mentioned that last episode. I don't know, I'm not much of a joke teller. I just am more anecdotal. Tell stories in a funny way observation kind of but it's also a scary time to be telling jokes because you can offend somebody and then they'll ruin your life out of spite petty petty spite but if you want to uh, get, in, get in touch with me you can email me at nationsfamouspod at gmail.com or hit me up on twitter I'm trying to get a little more active on twitter Nations21 is my handle. Or you can go on my Instagram. I don't really do pictures. Instagram pictures. But maybe if I get enough people following. I'll just search my name. Zach Nations. You can also do. My, go to my Twitch. Nations217. Hopefully I'll do something on there one of these days. I just finished Arkham Knight, or not Arkham Knight, Arkham City. I did the all hunt, all 
Riddler trophies. And that was fun. I've, I've played it before. I don't think I've ever gotten all the trophies. But, you know, I watched a video on YouTube of what happens after you get them all. And this time I got them and did it myself. And it was pretty fun. Fun experience. I just love Arkham. All the Arkham games. I can play them over and over again, which I do often. Just start, I mentioned I just started a campaign on the Arkham Knight. And so, maybe I'll play that online. On Twitch. You guys can watch me just go up to all the buildings and read all the storefront names and all that. But... Well, that should be it. So, you know what time it is. Time to get out of here. <laughs>